Hello and welcome. You're listening to the You Do Woo podcast, and I'm your host, Allison Cullen. I'm a mom with a background in business and counseling, but I've always been tapped into the more woo-woo side of everyday life. I'm here to take you on an exploration of your spirituality, give you helpful life hacks, help you on this evolution through motherhood, and give you a weekly dose of useful woo. If you need your cup filled, your mind expanded, and you want to increase your manifestation abilities at the same time, you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello and happy almost spring. We're just a week out. If you're listening to this in real time from it almost being spring, I'm really excited for today's episode. I'm going to tell you about that in a second, but I have a quick announcement. Next week, if you're listening to this in March, on March 20th through 24th, I am doing something huge. I'm having a free spring cleaning blitz. So if you're listening to this and it's before March 20th, 2023, send me a DM on Instagram at Woo. Send me your Voxer handle and I will add you for free to our spring cleaning blitz. It's going to be amazing. We're going to clean out your house, clean up your finances, declutter your digital life, and clean out your beautiful brain. It's going to be amazing. We're starting with a hot seat and then a week of boxer coaching from me. So it's going to be so good. Please join us. Just send me a DM on Instagram at Woo, and it's 100% free. I'm excited. We already have a ton of people in there. It's going to be maxed out. It's going to be good. Today's episode is a special one. Miss Anastasia Jones is a reflector. She's actually a 6'2 reflector. So I'm a 6'2 generator. My daughter is a reflector. And this was a very special episode for me. It gave me a lot of relief in raising a reflector daughter, especially considering we're getting ready to move to somewhere that has a little bit more nature activities around being more by rivers and lakes and trees and hiking and all that kind of stuff. I'm really excited. But Anastasia is an amazing human being. And this was a really cool conversation that we have today. So please listen, please connect with Anastasia, send her a DM thanking her for all of her wisdom. And I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Okay, y'all, I have been giddy about this conversation for many, many months now. We have Anastasia Jones. Welcome, Anastasia, to the You Do Woo pod. Hello, everyone. I think I started stalking Anastasia in mid-2022 on Instagram. She is a reflector, and that is so special to me because my daughter's a reflector, and I have not yet met a reflector that is also an entrepreneur and in the coaching space and stuff. And not that my daughter needs to grow up and be an entrepreneur. She could be whatever. She's going to be lots of different things because she's a reflector. But I'm just like obsessed with you. I will put all your info below. We're going to talk about that later. But I have been wanting to have her on the podcast. And she actually just launched her own podcast. So we're going to put that information in there. And I'm sure you're going to talk about that. I'm obsessed with it. I'm a loyal fan and subscriber. But welcome to the podcast, Anastasia. Give us a little bit of 
information on you, your background and upbringing and all of that. And then later on, I'm going to ask you about the reflector part of you. Well, I first of all, just want to say thank you so much because I have been so excited to have this conversation with you. I got a chance to speak with your mastermind crew, which was so fun having that one-on-one time with the ladies. Love them. Oh, And so this is such a treat. So thank you so much for having me on. Okay, backstory. I grew up in New England. And if you're not sure where that is, everybody, it is in the northeastern part of the USA. Born in Boston, I grew up in southern New Hampshire, surrounded by woods and the youngest of three. So I would spend a lot of time on my own coloring, drawing, writing. I loved writing. I created this whole book series. I didn't know that. I don't know that you said that in our mastermind. That's no, right. I did. I I didn't. I just like came to me as I was preparing for our time together. I was like, I want to share this. I had this whole series called The Cool Kids. And it's what the cool kids did, what I thought cool kids did. And it's like, they're swimming in their indoor pool. They're rollerblading down the streets. Like I had this whole life, this whole world I wrote. And so I've always loved writing. I've always loved crafts. And now being on this side of it, I could just see in my youth, like my childhood, loving being in my own energy. My brother is 18 months older. So we were really close. We went to school together. We would play together often too. Um, but I, when I think of my childhood, I think of the time in the woods, in nature, writing, doing my own thing. And then fast forward a lot. I, I graduated from university with my MBA. And I absolutely loved university. I loved being surrounded by that energy. I loved learning. I loved being next to students who were learning too. I was in student leadership. I very much was using my reflector gifts um, to in different ways, like in my jobs, in college, which was so cool. Um, one of them was a call center. I was a call center rep. And anyone that inquired about the university, I would call and I would help them answer questions, get to know them. And then all of the first year students, um, my department would help as well. So we did events for them. We talked to them. We made them feel at home on campus. So like hindsight 2020, very much reflectoring, you know, in my life, just not even realizing what was going on. Well, after my MBA, I went straight into corporate America. And it's something that I thought I wanted for years and years. I was like, I remember being a kid and being like, I'm going to go to work in my suit and I'm going to like dreaming. So I get there, get to corporate America. I love my job. I'm crushing it. I, I just took such pride in my work, was promoted very shortly after that. And the higher I climbed and the more I did, the more raises I got, I started realizing like the more I learned there were things that did not prepare me to be in corporate America as a black woman. I realized a lot of your podcasts, you're listening to us, but I am a black woman. Okay. So this is important context for what I'm sharing. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to find a way to share these lessons that I'm learning in corporate America, climbing the ladder. I'm going to share these lessons with as many people as possible. Well, how can I do that? I discovered blogging back in 2015. So I'm working my full-time job. I'm getting home at seven and I'm immersing myself into how to blog to start my own website. I knew nothing at all. And I launched it thinking, you know, my mom would read it. And, (laughs) um, (laughs) And I mean, a lot of people 
started reading my blog. I didn't even know how they found it. I mean, they just, people would send messages like your article on how to get a raise. I used it and it helped. I got a raise like, or your article on how to run a meeting. I printed off and I shared it with my students and their classroom. And so all these things started establishing me as a leader in the blogging space. So after a year of blogging consistently and, and a lot of coffee dates, a lot of, can I pick your brains? I was like, let me just write this book. Okay. Let me write an ebook just on my story. Why I started, what I did next, what I did after that. And this ebook, I wanted it to be a quick read. So it's still on Amazon. You can read it 45 minutes or less and start taking action. You could, you could launch a blog by the end of the day if you wanted to kind of thing. So I did that and it really positioned me as an expert in the blogging space. And so shortly after the ebook, um, I created my very first coaching program and it was taking the book and the steps of my story and turning it into a formula for how other people can do this as well. So the very first client that I had, I just saw like this light bulb go off in her eyes when we were getting clear on her interests and her passions. I realized it was much more about how to blog and it was more so who am I? What do I have to bring to, what do I want to bring to the world? What am I afraid to say? How can I say it anyway? What is my story? I know I've been through stuff, but how do I vocalize it in a way that's empowering for people? Do people even care? Do they want to hear? I'm terrified to be seen like this, but I want to, right? So I realized it was so much more about like, oh, pressing publish, search engine optimization. And it was like bringing your fullest expression to the marketplace with confidence. And so over time, I figured out how, like strategies, how to help women reach this point and some men even they're like, help me how to help people get to that place of clarity and confidence faster and create the things that are on their heart to create and really to validate that their story, what they have to offer, what they want to bring to the world is actually necessary. Sometimes, you know, it's hard to, to think of those things on our own. It really is helpful for somebody to tell us to kind of guide us through that. So that's how I got into the brand strategy copywriting space. And I still do it today. That's freaking amazing. Okay. So many different things to unpack. And I know that I had sent you some bullet points before, but I think that you're enough of a professional to sort of let me flow, flow yes. a little bit. I love hearing that you spent so much time in nature as a kid. I mean, I think it's important for all kids, but that is one thing in getting my human design certification and learning about reflectors and all of that, being able to have some space away from other people at times and in nature, not just away from other people in front of an iPad, but away from other people and yeah, like doing great, right? With all the animals and what's your profile again? Are you six, six two? two? Yes. Okay. So we share that. I'm a six, two as well. My daughter's a one, three reflector and she just will on her own run up to a tree and hug it. And I'm like, were you a hippie in a past life? Like I love yes. this so much. It makes me so happy. That's your girl. Um, I love it. So we currently live in Dallas, but we're looking to move out to the Texas Hill country just because there's not a ton of nature here. We have to drive to go be able to go on a hike and stuff. And I want that same type of childhood for her. Where did you go to college? I don't think I asked that. In Florida, Southeastern University. Yes, you told me that. Okay, cool. Okay. So I know that Florida is way more of the South than Texas really, but I went to, to school in Austin 
in Austin, Texas. And I had the same I love vibe. Austin. Yes. I had the same vibe with school. I was like, dude, I honestly could be in school forever. Like, I love it so much. You get the academics. Like, I understand why the academics just love just being in school. Yes. Like, it's great. Yes. It's so great. Okay. So this is something that I have not mastered yet is branding. And I'm so excited to chat with you about it because I feel like I have a lot to learn from you. And then we'll get into the reflector stuff a little bit more too. But I know that you're a brand strategist and that is what you've been doing for almost 10 years and you're excellent at it. It's so crazy because when I first started this business, it was even called something else. It was called Align Designs, which was great. That just came because I loved the word alignment and then human design. So I just stuck them together. And I knew deep down that that wasn't my true brand, but I was like not willing to be perfectionist about it, which I'm sort of happy that I just went ahead and started. But then I rebranded in 2021 to You Do Woo. And I feel like it's now taken me a year and a half to even really settle in on like who, because it's a mixture. It's a mixture, especially having a podcast. It's not just you. There's you. And then there's your actual brand or your podcast, it's a separate entity. How do you teach people to sort of meld the two together without giving away too much? Because I know people can go to you for one-on-one coaching. You know, I'll give away as much as possible, honestly. You know, this is actually perfect because I tell my clients and really everyone, your brand is more than your website. It's more than your logo. It's more than the colors you choose. Like it really is how you make people feel when they come in contact with your content. And so your brand isn't necessarily what you want it to be. It's what, it's what people feel. So you can control that narrative and you can build your brand intentionally, but either way you are building a brand. Like everybody has a brand. It's almost like when you walk into a room or when someone walks into a room and you're like, Oh, I love that person. I'm so happy they're here versus somebody walks into a room and you're like, Oh, so like, we're always, we're always building our brand. So what I like to do is to answer your question. How do you, how do you kind of combine the two and blend the two? I focus on storytelling. That is the best way for you to blend who you are, all your life experiences with the movement that you're trying to build. Cause really your brand is your movement. So getting clear on your story, the highs, the lows, I call them the mile markers, right? Moments that you had the dream, moments that you encountered uh, difficulty, moments that you overcame that in order to get to the, the, the peak of the mountain, right? In your story, like in order to get to where you wanted to be. And so like, if you can use your life experiences to create a story that guides your audience through how you did it, like the understanding that you came to, then it invites them to go on the same journey as well. And now you become their guide. It's very much like it's the storytelling structure. It's the same structure that you see in like movies and scripts. And I'm going to give you an example of like sort of what I'm realizing my brand is. And you can give me a tip or something or give me like, yes. A, yes, you're on the right track. Also, you guys, we're on Zoom right now. It's sending reactions. My computer's giving like thumbs up and like high five. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. So I'm I don't not know. touching the computer. <laughs> Someone else is here with us being like, good yes. job, Anastasia. Oh, you're on the right track. Okay. So I'm realizing that part of my brand is helping people feel human 
that they don't have to be perfect to do the big things that they want to do. And like showing my side of being like really relatable, really human, really imperfect and the transformation. Like this morning I got on my Instagram, like no filter, no makeup, like looking real haggard and was talking about something I was freaking out about. And then I went and got a blowout and I posted a picture there and it's like, Hey, see how you can just totally up-level yourself in a couple hours. And I mean, obviously I talk about human design through business coaching and all of that, but on like a, how I want people to feel level, I want people to feel like I'm just a few steps ahead of them and that I'm just like the girl next door, but also a fairy godmother. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. Am I on the right track? You are absolutely on the right track. I do think there's, there's a beauty to being a guide on someone's journey, but what you're doing is twofold and it's really powerful. You're letting people see you and think to themselves, oh my gosh, she's just like me. It's so relatable. I love what she's doing. I love how she overcomes fear. Maybe she can help me. Maybe she can help me because I want to do a similar, I want to go on a similar journey. Or like I want to, you know, create a similar business or I want to start a business just like she did. I have kids too. I'm watching her navigate the struggles of being a mom and a wife and caring for yourself and doing all those things. So what you're doing is incredible because you're making people feel like they belong and you're one of them. And also you're showing them the process of what it's like in everyday life when you are running your business and when you're going about getting a blowout and when you're freaking out over something and you invite them in for ways that you can help them if they want. So it's like very no pressure. My experience of you also is that is like, oh, she's real. Every conversation we have, even in the DMs is very much like, I don't feel like you are positioning yourself to be out of reach in any way, which is your magic. And I also love your name. I love you do woo. Thanks. Yeah, there's something about that that's like, because I have a religious background. And so there's something about woo that was like off limits for me yeah. for so long. Same. And now I'm all in the woo. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm here, like we're talking about human designs, like astrology yeah. and all these other things involved. So I do feel like there's kind of like a, a rebellion to being your true self sometimes. I love it. I'm the same way. I grew up Christian and in the Bible Belt in the South, you know the last church that I went to is like extremely Southern Baptist. So woo is like, no ma'am. Nope. No woo. Woo is like the devil. Yes. <laughs> and the crazy thing is I didn't choose that title. It came to me. Like God gave that title to me. And I found some, there was like some levity to it. It was like sort of making fun of it, but not. And it was like encompassing everything that's spiritual or whatever, but like just having like a lightness to it. And it's so crazy. And I'm getting ready to ask you a question about your brand and adding your podcast to it. But my podcast, You Do Woo, is so like, I, I think it wants me to like take myself a little less seriously and have a little more fun and have some levity. And that's why it chose that name, you know, like you do you, you do woo. And it's just like, whatever. So I have to like open myself up to people making fun of me or people like I've had people text me and say, I heard you got into human design. I'm praying for you. And I'm like, thank you for praying for me. You don't need to. I'm closer to God than I've ever been before, but I appreciate it. Like, I'll pray for you too. <laughs> like, whatever. It's just so funny. 
So I have a question for you. Since you launched your podcast, you already have had your brand for quite a while now. When you launched your podcast, what did that look like? Did you just add that to part of your brand and it's all encompassing? What has that experience been like for you? What, how has that expanded your brand? Yeah. So I thought about launching a podcast years ago and a number of things stopped me, including one friend that is no longer a friend who said, nobody wants to listen to your little podcast. Well, that's right. That. You remember that one. <laughs> so like there were all these, I wanted to do it, but there were all these things that I allowed to get in the way from starting it. My intention truly was to continue the conversation that I had been having with people in my stories, in my clients, in my programs, and in my book. So I just published a book. It's called Unleash Your Power. It's a 21-day journal to help people reignite their creativity. 21 days, stories from me, prompts, worksheet. Like it's really interactive and it's gorgeous. And so after I published that book, I was like, I want to have more of these conversations, but in a way that it can reach the masses and that it can outlast me. And so that was my intention with starting this podcast. So it really was just a natural expression of what I was already doing in the world. I never considered it to be something separate. In fact, I now consider it to be an asset to my brand. And I love what you said because I do feel like my podcast has its own vibe. Like it, and really what wants to come through is conversations like this. Cause I have these kind of conversations often with friends, um, family, people that I just meet. Like I love talking about spirituality, intuition, consciousness, faith, business, all of it. And so it really became a natural expression of who I am. And so for me, it's, um, I write books, I have my podcast and my social media. And that is, uh, that's it. Love it. So as a reflector, I mean, I can just see from knowing how reflectors are, especially you being mentally healthy and, and all that stuff and around people who keep you healthy, you know, cause that's a huge part of being reflector. You probably have a gift for seeing the health of someone's business or the, their brand or the entity of their podcast or show or whatever that they're do whatever piece of content that they're doing. How have you applied that into your business? Like your gifts of being a six, two, being a reflector, all the things. For my business, I, first of all, had been doing that with my clients since I started my business and didn't even realize it. Just helping them, helping repeat back to them what I saw and what I was picking up when they would share with me who they are, what they want to do, how they want to impact the world and affirming them saying, this is real. This is something the world needs and I'm going to help you take the next step. So we'd set up their whole suite, their freebies, their, their um, email lists. We'd set up their welcome sequences. We set up their websites, their marketing channels, their Instagram. Like it very much is I help people architect their personal brands. And so that's how I've used it in that, in that sense. Also, I speak at women's conferences, I speak in masterminds, I speak on podcasts. So that's been really cool being around people's, uh, the communities people create for other people to be a part of. And so sensing that has been really neat for me. And I always am open and honest. Now I share, I can share with people like, hey, this is what I'm picking up. Or you, if you want, you can, you know, this is what I noticed. You can make a couple tweaks um, and it's, 
if, if you want, right? No pressure, that kind of thing. And also I've worked with clients more on a freelance copywriting scale where, where I work with them for an extended period of time, sometimes up to two years. I'm not a full-time team member, but I'm on the team. I have some projects and I do my thing and I collaborate with people on their team. So that's really neat too, because I'm more integrated into the team dynamic, but I'm still my own company. And I feel like that's the sweet spot for me. But even then I've been a part of somewhere. I'm like, there's so much magic here, but, but there's also, we gotta, we gotta work. (laughs) Yeah. You know. And when did you find out that you were a reflector in human design? So in 2020, late 2020, I had a business coach who, uh, her name is Tiara Wilson. She's this phenomenal, incredible woman. And she's a generator. I had no idea about any of this, by the way, (laughs) before. And we were in the middle of one coaching session and she was telling me, she was like, oh my gosh. She's like, you manifest things so quickly. Like at one point I was like, I want to have a 10K month. And literally four weeks later, I attracted a client that was like, we need this copywriting work and we'll pay you 10K a month. Yeah. And she was like freaked. She was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) what's your human design? Yeah. And she's like typing in your birthday, my birthday and stuff. And I just remember her face when she saw the screen because she pulled up my results. She was like, whoa, okay. All right. (laughs) So then she shared, shared with me about it. And it took about a year or two for me to really learn enough about it to start integrating things into my own life, my own practices as a reflector. So that's how I learned about it. And it's so crazy how much you can implement it and literally transform your life even like a year in, you know, it's sort of night and day. One thing that I love about you so much is you helped me feel so much better about having a reflector daughter. Okay. I know that like all parents are going to screw up their kids in one way or another because we're imperfect and there's a beauty to that and whatever. But I try, I try to do the conscious parenting thing. Like it's one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life is like conscious parenting. Whoa. Especially having a reflector who's my freaking mirror for everything. <laughs> Lord have mercy. But I, whenever she was born, I was in the hospital and I looked up her human design chart because I had already been studying human design. And I was thinking she would maybe be, I'm a generator. My husband's a projector. I know that that doesn't mean anything like that. It doesn't produce a projector or a generator, but I just thought maybe she would be or an MG or something. And then it came out reflector and I started crying (laughs) and I was like, this is terrible. She's going to be like so empathic and so sensitive and I'm going to have to guard her from everything and whatever. And you told me in the mastermind training, you were like, no, reflectors are the most repellent type. Yeah. Explain that real quick for everyone. So it is a common misconception because reflectors have all undefined centers. All of my centers are undefined. I think I have one open center with no gates activated at all. But so because everything's undefined, it's easy for people to think that we're the most sensitive, which we are sensitive, but it's, it's easy for people to think that we are susceptible, I'll say, to the energies. But what happens is, and this is why they call reflectors the cosmic mirrors, is because when you are with a reflector, it literally is like someone is putting a mirror up between you and them. And so when you're looking into this mirror, you don't see the person's face you're, you're trying to look at. You actually end up seeing your own face. And so it creates this shield in a sense. So, and I feel this when I'm in groups of people 
It's almost like people know me to a point and I let people see me to a point, but, but getting deeper, it's, it's, it's harder for me and I'm much more selective. So I can't tell you how many people are like, oh my God, I feel like we're best friends. And I'm like, yeah, I think you're amazing. I literally <laughs> love you so much. And then I'm also like, but you don't really know me. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you ever feel like that too. I think that since having a podcast, I very much feel like that. It's not a human design thing. This is just that aspect of like people hearing you on a weekly basis and feeling like they know you and stuff. And I'm like, I, hi, tell me about like, they'll like DM you. And I'm like, well, tell me about you. Cause I don't know you, but you know everything about my life. <laughs> so there's that, but I'm sure the reflector part of it has like a whole other level on top of that. One quick thing too, that's probably pretty interesting is that, and I'm, maybe I'm just telling myself this to make me feel better as a mom, but I'm wondering if reflectors can sometimes like keep the negative people away because they will see their mirror and be like, I don't like this person. Bye. But then people who like love themselves and are positive can be drawn to you. Have you experienced that? It's literally both. Okay. Because the people that have negative vibes, they don't think they have negative vibes. They think yeah. they're the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they think they're the best, Allison. They're like, oh, why wouldn't you want to be around me? Yeah. You know? <laughs> so they think and they think because you're there and you act like them. It's like that's so funny. It's perpetuating, which is so it is hilarious. It's also very detrimental. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. But we can see and we can feel. And even even though, even when we're mirroring, it very much is like to a point. Yeah. Okay. To close up this conversation, I would love for you to give one tip for reflectors and one branding tip for everyone. Either one. You can start with branding if you want to. Okay. I know I put you um, on the spot with this one. I know this is fun though. I will start with a reflector tip. So I used to think that the shifts in energy I was experiencing like one day I'd feel one way, one day I could take on the world, one day I was exhausted, one day, you know, it just changes every day. I used to think that that was chaos and that it was too much for me. And I used to feel like a fraud. And so one tip I have for reflectors is as the moon completes its cycles, every single center and gate is activated, open, and closes, opens and closes. And it's not chaos. It's actually this quantum order. It's like this symphony that is happening in you. And so I start thinking and seeing it like that. And that really has helped me. We're supposed to shift and change, but it's not chaotic. I'm just some examples, gate 25 and gate 26 and gate 27 every month. So seeing it that way. And then if it's supportive for you, tracking it, writing it down, that's my tip. And then a branding tip, do whatever you can to add value to your audience through entertaining them, educating them and sharing with them pieces of your life. So you are your brand. It's how you make people feel when they interact with you. Education doesn't have to be you 
creating a whole certification program and then teaching. You don't necessarily have to do that. You can educate somebody by telling them one very small tip that seems so basic to you. I promise it is not basic to everyone. So small pieces of valuable information, small pieces of things that will make people laugh or entertain people, small pieces of your life, your day to day, no filter. People love that. And that is, those are three great ways to, honestly, you could just do that and build an incredible personal brand. I have taken so many notes <laughs> while we're talking yes. and I'm going to go grab your ebook and the Unleash Your Power workbook too. Oh my gosh. Oh. So good. Okay. How can my listeners connect with you? You are on Instagram. That's how we connected. You have a podcast. What ways can they get into your world? Tell us all the things. So the best way to get into my world is to find me on the gram and we can chat in the DMS. I love sending voice memos. I have programs. If you click the link in my bio, all of my active programs are there. My book, Unleash Your Power is there. The podcast, Unleash Your Power is there. And that is the simplest way to connect directly with me. And I'd love to work together. Awesome. Well, I know so many of my listeners are entrepreneurs and up and coming entrepreneurs that are very much wanting to hone in on their brand. So you are the person for them. Definitely subscribe to Anastasia's podcast, Unleash Your Power, because it's so good. And it's brand new. So thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for being my first reflector on the show. Yes. Might be the only one for a while. Yes. You'll be on my podcast next month. So, so exciting. <laughs> so exciting. I appreciate you, Anastasia. Thank you so much. Thank you so very much for tuning in to another episode of You Do Woo. I know that you already have a very full life and that there are literally millions of podcasts that you could be listening to. So I'm super grateful to you for being a loyal listener. And I'm so grateful for you sharing your favorite episodes with friends and family members. That is how we are able to serve more people and raise the collective consciousness and really get the word out on a bunch of these fun spiritual topics that we're talking about. I would love to connect with you. Send me a DM on Instagram at you do woo, all one word. I'd love to hear how you loved today's episode and just a little bit about you. I can't wait to connect. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many rogues that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com.